it's your favorite auntie. I want to start the show off by saying, I'm sorry I did not stop by a little bit sooner to kick it with you guys, but a lot has been going on, and but I'm, I'm here now, I'm here now, and I plan on going over this whole election shenanigans that's going on and giving you guys my thoughts. The recent decision on the student loan forgiveness, Brittany Gardner, and everything Donald Trump. Yes, I'm going to get all into it. So you guys listen up and listen clearly because I plan on dropping these gems like diamonds. So I know you guys are like, auntie, give me the tea on the student loan forgiveness. And yes, I'm here to give you all the tea. And it's not it's not really much to tell you besides the fact that there will be no forgiveness. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry, but like I said before, uh, if you have not already done so and set yourself up for this inflation, for your mortgage, for whatever else, with these shortages and so forth and so on. Um, you might want to go back and listen to that podcast I did on that. Because, honey boo, you need to figure out a way to combat all this. So your student loans will not be forgiven. <laughs> and that's the bottom line. Now, the Biden administration did try to help everybody out by appealing what the judge said. But on Thursday, it was determined by the federal judge that the policy is illegal. Now, if you have not already listened to my previous podcast, I went over the the complaints that each side had and what was their basis on it. And I went over the whole laws and the statute. So if you want to go back to listen to that, you definitely should because there's a lot more tea in that. Because, honey, this is just a little gulp of tea right here, which should not be surprising to anybody because I kind of like told you guys last time that it was a possibility that this may not go forward. And if there was not, if this doesn't go forward, I told you guys, get up your coins. I mean, if the rest of the world can figure out a way to come up during a crisis, if everybody else making money off of a crisis, why shouldn't we? Start researching, start figuring out what you're going to do. Now, I have already done that myself. I don't plan on going into details about what I plan on doing quite yet, just because my circumstances have recently changed. But I will say this. I'm looking. I plan to come up because we shouldn't be poor all the rest of our lives because people in higher places do something about it. Now, the Department of um, Education has took down the applications and they put out a statement saying that, you know, the judge has determined that they cannot move forward, blase, squase, yada, yada, yada. No more applications are being, no one is able to apply any longer. Now, it is said that there was 22 million people that had applied and that there was 16 million that was already pre-approved for the loan had it been able to be passed. Now, 
I don't know, like I said before, if the Biden administration plan on doing anything else about it, which I doubt that they will, because this did go to the six circuits of court. So it's not really much more that they can do. So that's basically the T on these student loans. And like I said before, if the rest of the world can come up on a crisis, why not you? Think about that and figure out how you're going to get your coins up to pay for these student loan debts or get these student loans that uh, removed from your credit or whatever, however you may do. I gave you guys plenty of different options that you can do besides just getting your debt forgiven. So go back and listen to that podcast or look at some other stuff. There's a lot of information out there. All right. Brittany Garner. So your auntie was the main one I hit in these streets talking about Brittany need to do the, do the time for the crime. Need to do the time for the crime. And I still stand by that. But your girl is about to do hard labor time. And I'm not with that. I'm not with that. And I'm, I definitely wasn't with the whole 10 years, 6 years that they was trying to give her. However, they gave it to her. I thought that was a little bit overkill. But at the same time, I do think she needs to do some time for the crime that she did do. Like, you brought something over there. You weren't supposed to bring that over there. You knew that. Like, I, I've been saying this to you guys forever. These foreigners do not, they don't like America. So, if they're not going to be easy on you. And I hope she can see that now. I mean, it's a little bit, it's too late now, but... I hope she has a respect now for the U.S. Because the girl did not respect the U.S. It's different. It's different. Now, I can say that because I have spent time in different countries. I have visited different countries. And I'm not saying that I just visited them and I came back home. No, I actually lived among different groups of people in different countries and got to know their customs and da 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 and yada 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 and this this and that and broke bread it's different from visiting a place or even spending a week or two in a place versus actually spending a year six months or, or some months in a place to say you know that as americans we got it good and i don't think she actually respected that and i hope now she respects that however with that being said and however with me feeling as if she should pay some time for this crime she did i do not agree with her spending her time and basically slave working colony where they are gonna do harsh work on her that she's going to have to produce harsh work, I should say. And the the conditions are not really well. She's literally going to a labor camp for women. And in those labor camps, they say it's much worse than the U.S. prisons. Well, I don't disagree. I mean, I think anything in Russia would be much more worse than the prisons in the U.S. I mean, the prisons in the U.S. is not 
pretty much glorious. It's not like you're going on a, a vacation when you say, oh, I'm going to go to prison for three years. No, it's not like you're going on a vacation. I mean, some of these prisons are really, really rough. And I figure if we take our roughest prison that we have in the U.S., whether it's male or female prison, take the roughest one, they say it's 10 times worse now in Russia. At these um, labor camps, they say that these labor camps are, first of all, to even get to them, you have to drive miles and miles and miles away. I mean, most of them are 45 minutes to an hour away from any city. Then you have to, to get to it, you have to usually have to walk a mile or two through in a restricted area. To even get there, that's why they say most people that are goes to these camps, these labor camps or colonies or whatever you want to call them in Russia, that their loved ones do not even go see them just because they make it so difficult to even just go out there. It's not like you could just take a bus and the bus drop you off. No, then you have to walk. And these these where you have to walk at is not really is dangerous is what they say. Then when you finally do get a care package, they say they they ration your pair, your uh care package. Sometimes you don't get your care package. And it's 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 a lot. They say it's a lot of physical abuse, a lot of sexual abuse, a lot of working hard. And the worst of it all, from what I can hear from multiple um, news sources that either I've read or heard, is that if you do not know Russian in these um camps, they they treat you even worse. And from what I'm understanding, Miss Garden doesn't know any uh, Russian. I was about to say English, but she doesn't know any Russian. So they treat them like the scum of the earth. Like you have to be able to speak Russian. And they and believe it or not, they're saying that these um colonies or these labor camps, the women are worse than the men. They say the women are all for themselves, all or nothing. Uh, each person for themselves versus the men, they kind of pair up in twos or threes and they kind of got each other back or whatever or whatnot. But they saying in the women, it's like hell has no fairy. It's all out for yourself. Like if you get your food stolen, you can work. They said one lady died from working so hard of a labor that she had to get 105 pounds of, I think, bricks or something. I can't remember exactly what it was over her head um, every single day from eight o'clock in the morning to eight o'clock at night. And then she didn't have any health insurance or anything like that, that she couldn't get medical attention. And she just died from hard labor. She deteriorated in this labor camp. And they say death is all around them. And it's just like roll the body over. You either cry because you see a person die or you toughen up because you could be next. You try to figure out a way to survive. They said that they have no right to health, to dignity or life. Your life don't mean nothing to them. You, you, holding up your dignity don't mean anything to them. And it's just bad. And this is, and the worst thing of it all with the whole Brittany Garner case is she shouldn't, first of all, she shouldn't have been in this 
predicament. And I can go over that a thousand times, but I won't be the dead horse because at the end of the day, she's in a situation and no one wants to be told while they're in a situation that they shouldn't be in a situation. However, I digress and I say this, the saddest thing about the Brittany Garner case is that she got such a long time and our U.S. government didn't even know that they was transferring her over there until she started transferring over there. The Russian government was supposed to tell the U.S. and they didn't tell her. I think they're trying to make a, a prime example out of Ms. Gardner on this situation. They are trying to make a uh, an example out of her. And she got put in a crossfire with everything that's going on with Ukraine, um, with the U.S. helping Ukraine, how the Russian government has, you know, basically put their stance on how they feel about the U.S. helping Ukraine. And she just happened to be there at the wrong time. And she's not the only one from what I heard. I know I told you guys earlier about the um, gentleman that was there. Also, he was there. He's been there for a couple of years. But there's also another lady there that was married to a Russian. And I cannot remember her name for the life of me right now. But she was married to a Russian, a U.S. citizen. And um, she got into the crossfires with the, with the whole courts there because her husband was abusive. And supposedly he he went to hit her and she went to stab him and nicked him on his face and he went and um, screamed you know abuse or whatever but he was really the abuser but then uh, later on he turned it around and said he didn't mean to tell the courts that they let her out into the trial but she tried to flee back to the U.S. going to the embassy to do so and went down to um to the airport and they got her there. Now the U S government and the embassy is saying they didn't know anything about it, that they had no paperwork. They didn't know that she was supposed to not flee the country until her trial was over with. But this is where everybody's like, now, now the U S might be, they, they clever, but not this clever is that it's actually documented that she had gone down there and she had gotten money to actually buy the ticket and get money to get um used on her travels back to the U.S. from the U.S. government through the embassy over there in Russia. So how did they not know? But they telling everybody else they ain't know. I don't know what's going on. But what I do know if you are deciding or you are in Russia at, and you are a U.S. citizen or you are British or wherever you are, if you're not native there, get the heck out. Get out while you can. Because between the war, between them trying to make deals with allies in Iraq and all this other stuff, everybody is a prisoner now. Everybody is going to be a prisoner of war right now. So don't get don't get caught in the crossfires of all this political stuff going on and all this war and all this. Get out now! I beg of you to do so. And even though I feel as if Brittany should do the time for the crime, pay the time for the crime. That's how I feel. I do not feel that it is reasonable. For her to do this type of time. 
And with that being said, I send a prayer and my love to her friends and to her family and to her. We love you and we wish you the best. Now, these elections, let's talk about these elections because here we are two weeks after the election and we're still talking about elections. I think that is a big story in itself that needs to be talked about, whether you are right or left, Democratic or Republican, red or blue or whatever you may be green for all I care this is something that we definitely need to talk about is why elections are carrying on for a month. It's turned into election month. I don't remember this happening when I was younger. I don't remember this happening at least 20 to 30 years ago, I don't remember this being a norm where elections were going on for a month. I know there was always talk about elections being fraudulent and fraud things are happening with elections, but I never knew it to take a month to find out the results of a re- of an election. And I'm still trying to figure out how did we come to this? And I'm not getting much answers on why it would take almost two weeks after to do something that is supposed to be digital. Like the reason why you go digital is because you figure it will be faster. Well, if it's not producing to be faster, why are we doing digital? And we all know that digital things can be hacked. Heck, our phones can be hacked from just walking down the street. You know, Um, we do have things to safeguard those, but we do know that it can be hacked. So I'm not saying go back to paper ballots, even though I will understand if we did go back to paper ballots. But what I am trying to say is, why do we have a machine to count these things and it's taking a month or two weeks or a week for them to count it? And another thing I can't understand is why we decided that we in Nevada, we didn't need anybody to count the votes. I don't get that. Like, That's the first thing you need. You're going to need somebody to make sure these things go through the ballots, count the mail-in ballots, count whatever, and you don't hire anybody or get any volunteers or however that works for you guys over there to do that. That's strange to me. However, what I will say concerning that is we got to do better with the counting. If that means we have to go back to paper ballots, then let's go back to paper ballots. But then people say if you do paper ballots, then it's really hard because trying to count each one of those one by one. Well, if you get in more than half of the votes mailed in anyways, how can that be so hard if you're going to start early? Start counting early. 
I don't get it. If you're getting in, in some states, in some areas, if you're getting 70% or 80% of your votes are now coming in through mail-in, why is it taking you so long to count? Every time you get a drop-off today, start counting. I don't get it. I don't know. I don't understand. I mean, I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but I feel like there got to be something better that we can do so that we don't have a election month. But I digress from that situation. And I just really want to talk about how they said this was going to be, oh, this big grand old red wave. Now, in the beginning, I'm not going to lie, if you would have asked me back in August, September, even even some t- in October a little bit, I was like, okay, it could be a red wave. But as the time started dwindling down, I said, oh, no, no, it's not. No, it will not be. No, it cannot be. And I'll be James Brown and a hot dog if it was not. I mean, it was a little, it was a drizzle. It wasn't a wave. It definitely was not a surge. It was just a, you know, a little rain, a little drizzle. I don't know. And some people are saying it was because of Donald Trump. That the reason why the Republicans didn't do well. And it's a lot of blaming going on for the reason why it wasn't a red wave. I will say this. I say that the Democrats play the money game very well, and the Democrats also play the media very well. I mean, I was watching on freaking New Amsterdam, and um, I can't even remember the other um show. It was another medical show that I was watching. Um, and this was like a week into elections. They had it all on now about the abortion. I mean, they was playing on people's heartstrings already. They was calling people right wing people, all types of things. They was, you know, all in the minds and the hearts of the people. Whether you watch politics or not, they had it on every show. So I'm trying to figure out. I'm like, Kanye, now. If they plan it on every show, if I can't even turn on my TV on and say, I'm finna just sit down and watch something that's not political. I just want to get out of all of the the political things, all the politics. You know, I'm getting tired of the commercials. I'm getting tired of, you know, the advertisements on the phone. I'm getting tired of, I just want to watch me a nice little family show tonight. And as I'm watching, it's still based around some political stuff. And you mean to tell me that they already had this script written out months ago? Okay, Roe versus Wade just recently. I'm not saying recently, recently, but it it hasn't been too long ago that Roe versus Wade was overthrown. And now you got this show coming on when y'all was supposed to, like, come on now about Roe versus Wade and getting you all emotionally entwined into the reason why you should care about this. Well, I didn't want to talk about this because I got to talk about this with my kids now. I got to talk about this with my nephews, my nieces. I got to talk about this with y'all. I got to talk about this with my coworkers. I mean, I'm talking about this day and night now. And now I just want to sit down and watch me a show. And I can't even watch me a show. 
right before elections. We got the whole Nancy Pelosi thing that happened right, right before elections. We have the whole Katie Hobbs thing that happened right before elections. Now, all of this happening, again, right before elections. And nobody ain't saying, you know, it wasn't planned. It was planned. And I think the Democrats did very well with it. Uh, kudos to you. If I was to say anything about the Republicans, I think y'all need to get on y'all game. Is what I think y'all should do. Because y'all need to take the gloves off if y'all going to play this game. Because they was playing it hard. Real, 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 real hard. They was hard in the paint, honey. With they, with they motives. They went back and down. I mean, I could not watch the news without hearing something. I could not watch a show without hearing something. I couldn't even turn on a music video without hearing something about it. I mean, it was well played. And I think if the Republicans got the money, if they had money, I ain't saying they got the money. I ain't, hey, I ain't trying to count nobody coins but my own. But what I am saying is if you got the money, if you had the money, you need to start pl- putting your money where these people have been putting their money. You need to figure out how to get in arenas that they get into, get in front of many faces that they get into. The red wave, I mean, it wasn't a red wave. Some of this y'all already know, but I'm going to go ahead and just list some of the things that has happened during this month of elections. Okay, so I don't know if anybody heard about this, but in Pennsylvania state, lawmakers reelected after dying last month. So uh, he was reelected. State lawmaker was reelected, but he had died the month before. So they never took him off the ballot. People had already voted for him. This is, I mean, just to talk about this is just, this right here is just bogus like okay like nobody didn't know he died okay so they didn't know and this is what i say about going to the ballot i always tell people this red or blue whatever you may be don't just go and vote red just because you're a republican don't just go to the ballot and vote blue just because you're democrat do as much as you can as much as you can to look at these candidates, especially for your local and state elections and figure out really what you really want. And I, I used to say, listen to the media, you know, get in front of the news, you know, da 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 da. But I really, I can't even say that now because the news just is turning to be biased in some ways. So voting for somebody just because you heard their name or you see their name a lot, which has worked in the past, you know, have your signs, have your banners and, you know, you can put your name out there. More people are driving by seeing that name. Most likely when they go to the ballot, they've seen that name so much. I mean, it's a psychology thing. They've seen that name so much. They're just going to put that down. I understand that too. I, I understand it all. However, what I am telling you, don't fall for the okie doke and just be that because how could this man die 
the month before his name wasn't taken off of the ballot which i understand it was not taken off of the ballot because these ballots have already been pre-made pre you know already mail-in ballots and stuff yada 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 but the man was re-elected so the people that went to the ballot office or the people that you know finally put I, I don't get this i just don't get this i'm trying to make sense of it i'm trying to talk myself and talk you into trying to understand this but honestly i don't understand it i don't understand it i'm I'm trying to give excuses where there aren't none i really am i'm trying to give excuses where there aren't any excuses for this it happened okay so, um, uh, just moving along for that. Cause I, I can't, I, I, I just, I'm just going to give you the news and that's my thoughts on that one because I really cannot wrap my brain around that one. I just, I'm done. Herschel Walker and Warnock will be having a runoff and this is in the state of Georgia. They will be having a runoff on December 6th. So you guys keep your fingers crossed and your ears tuned in to all of that as that plays along. I think it kind of gives both sides an opportunity for that last hoorah to, you know, get, you know, make their voices heard, make their whatever their decisions are to be heard. So really, if you're going to want to win this, you might have to change a little bit or you might have to go a little bit harder with some other stuff. And lastly, you might have to put some monies behind what you're doing because there was a lot of stuff that came out about Herschel Walker. I didn't, there was some stuff that came out about Warnock, but it wasn't out there in the forefront like it was with Herschel Walker. And I feel like if you're going to play this game, you're going to need some money to, you know, to make your your voice heard unfortunately it shouldn't be like that but hey it is now we all know that DeSantis won for governor in the state of Florida there was rumors of him and Trump maybe having some kind of tit for tat because Trump believes that DeSantis is going to run for president based off the debate that he had and Trump kind of got in his feelings about it and the media kind of ran with it. And some people are saying, no, 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 it is not like that. And other people are saying, yeah, 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 it is like that. I'm going to say now that there has been a couple of weeks, you know, played out of this is that, yeah, Trump did get in his feelings. I don't know if DeSantis is going to run. There was a time that DeSantis said that he was not going to run point blank period because Florida needed him very much. Now, his views or his take on that may have changed. It has been almost three years, two years, you know, you know, times have changed. So he may end up trying to run for president in 2024. I don't know. However, what I am going to say is what Trump did was real petty. For him to call the Santes names and for him to uh, say that he has information on him that only his wife knows and he's nothing but a mediocre governor and da 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 I think DeSantis combat was very, very mature. It was very mature. 
He just said, look at his record, and he ain't got time for that. This is basically what he was saying at the end of the day. It's like, look at my record. Everybody got everything to say, but, you know, look at my record. And look at the the last election, the 2022 election. Like, if you think I'm that mediocre, I won by a landslide. It's basically what he was saying. Now, I do think Trump was being real petty, and I think it came at a time where you didn't have to be petty. Like, if DeSantis went ahead and said that he was going to run for president and that he was going to put his name in the, you know, hat or whatever, and he made that announcement, then I feel as if Trump should have put the gloves on. But to put the gloves on this early when the man didn't even say that he was going to run for president or anything like that makes make you kind of look at him like, really? Y'all was supposed to be ace coon spoons. Now, from my understanding, DeSantis had Trump back like white on rice. He had his back like nobody's business. To the point where people out here in these streets were saying that they must be doing something together. Because how much DeSantis had Trump back. I mean, now all of a sudden you want to turn around and punch the person that's in your corner face. Like, you can't, you can't go out here and do that like that. And I will say this. I respect Trump as our president when he was our president. I think he was a good president because the president we have now, I don't know what's going on. If I was to compare the two, I would rather have Trump all day. But what I am going to say is I cannot tolerate Trump this term doing this again. Like I'm so sick of it. You did a good job as our president you got us out of some debt. You made sure we got some money in our pockets. You cut some taxes. I understand that. I rock with you. I'm down with that. You you know, but you cannot go around punching people in the face before they even, you know, come at you. Like he didn't even come at you. And honestly, if there was a DeSantis versus Trump situation, I would rather have DeSantis. If if it was like it is today, and I don't know what 2024 is going to bring. I'm just speaking hypothetically. If it was Joe Biden versus Donald Trump or Joe Biden versus DeSantis, I'm going for DeSantis because I'm sick of Trump. I'm so sick. Matter of fact, rather what he did, good or bad, I'm just so sick of him right now. I'm just sick of hearing Trump. Maybe they'll leave him alone if we get DeSantis. I mean, they're going to beat DeSantis to the ground too. But still, maybe I don't have to hear Trump, 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 Trump did this, Trump did this, Trump getting sued for this, Trump did that, January 6th did the Trump, 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 Trump. I'm sick of Trump. I'm sick of Trump. DeSantis, let's do something new. Let's shake shake it up. Now, Trump may feel like because he's still... Uh, having his mind, and I'll go into that a little bit later, that the election was stolen. Like I said, I'll get into that later. We will talk about that a little bit later. But Trump may feel as if he need to do another run because the first one was taken from him. Okay, that's fine, but uh, why why DeSantis can't get his... Why he can't get no skin in the game? Why DeSantis can't get no skin in the game, Trump, is what I'm saying. 
And maybe he would just put in his, you know, his big toe in there to see how, you know, it would be. You have done that before. Put your big toe in there, see how it's going to be, you know, and then, you know, jump right out. And then, you know, later on came and said, you you down for it for real. Why DeSantis couldn't do that? I'm just saying. So that was the whole DeSantis one, the governor of Florida rant that I have. Now, as you guys know, Featherman also won against Oz in Pennsylvania. I have a lot to say about that. I don't know what happened down there in Pennsylvania. Neither do I know why New York is still doing what New York is doing. But anywho, I digress because when I went to New York this past, um, this year, this past summer, I was shooketh. I was shook. It was outrageous. It was not called for. It, It was really bad in New York. Not it was, it is. I can only imagine if it has gotten worse. And I didn't even get to go to all places that I wanted to go just because I was so concerned about the people and seeing it that it sickened me that I just couldn't even I couldn't I couldn't do it no more. I couldn't look no more. It was just I just stayed in my little area, Manhattan downtown and just did what I had to do because it was it was really bad. Now, I don't know. Maybe this, I don't know. I don't even know. I, I don't know why New York is still voting the way that they are voting. But maybe they ain't got bad enough for them. And that's all I have to say. And I say the same thing about Pennsylvania. Maybe they ain't got bad enough for y'all. I don't know why, how and why y'all chose Featherman. The man lied to y'all. Like, for real. I ain't even trying to be funny. The man lied to y'all. The man said he don't want fracking. Then he all of a sudden uh, realized that fracking was something that y'all really wanted. And he said, he okay, he down for fracking. Why y'all didn't believe what he first said? His What he first said is he don't believe in fracking. And I'm not trying to say that his condition um, cognitively cannot get better. But I'm I'm thinking about what the man have another stroke. You know, there's some people that have two and three strokes. I'm not wishing that on this man at all. Please do not say that uh, your auntie wishing for people out here to have strokes. But what I am saying, the man could have another stroke. What happens if his cognitivity goes, if that's a word, his cognitive decline goes down more? It keeps declining. What happens? We're not going to have nothing to say about that, but y'all voted this man. I can't understand it. Now, brother Featherman was a good choice and Oz. And I mean, it's a whole bunch. Like, was Oz really a good choice? Some people say he wasn't. But when you compare to Featherman, yes, he was. And I don't know. I just don't, I, I just don't get it. But again, money. <laughs> these people had money they had money to do what they had to do and i feel like oz jumped in he he won uh, he wasn't tough enough you know the media was saying that he was being a coward f- for going at featherman's neck but i say oz wasn't going at his neck hard enough that's my thoughts on it now katie hobbs did win over carrie lake in Arizona, Carrie Lake was actually uh, one of 
Donald Trump's endorsements. So that's another thing they said that Carrie Lakes didn't win because of Donald Trump. I don't know. I'm just going to leave that how it is. But what I will say about Carrie Lake is I really hope she does get back out there again. I can't really say too much about Katie Hobbs. I one thing and I'm I can't say too much about Katie Hobbs because she didn't debate. I I feel like this needs to be a requirement that you have a debate what happened to having a debate two sides going back and forth the people see and then they make their decision now all of a sudden you can say i don't want to have a debate because and then you still get elected what we don't know what you have to say what you stand on nothing i mean we do a little bit i mean if we do some really searching and digging and you know getting some of your informations we will have some of an idea but i mean you didn't really even have no good debate i don't i don't get it i think carrie lake needs to get back out there and do it again i think it was her first go round, first time of her name out there and katie katie hobbs had she's already been in the game for a while carrie lake she she hadn't so i feel as if she needs to just continue to don't don't give up is what i'm saying continue put your name out there get out there do what you have to do if there's other ways that you can definitely support your community do that other than running for governor if there's any way that carrie lake can support her community other than running for governor or then do that but get your name out there. Continue. Don't give up. We also have this thing now where you can not debate anybody. You can say that somebody did something to your campaign and you don't have to show no proof. And I say that in regards to Katie Hobbs, but I also said in regards to Nancy Pelosi, we still ain't got no receipts on this whole thing with her husband. Now, my thing is, if somebody commit a crime in California, they have this whole thing where you're released right after what they releasing this guy that that has allegedly hit well i can't even say allegedly because they the cops say they seen it with their eyes that he hit paul now we can't we can't get any of the body cam the story has been retracted from the media also now and then when you read the reports they're saying that paul opened the door but now the person that it it's a big mess. Now they saying that no Paul didn't open the door. But from what the reports say, it said that Paul did open the door. Which which one it was one of the things that led to more questioning. I feel as if we need you 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 mean to tell me that the man is not gonna be released. He's an immigrant from um, Canada. He overstayed his time. They're not giving him back to the Canadian government. And 
we don't know what's going on and we don't have no receipts or no body cam of what happened that day. We're just supposed to believe that this happened. We're supposed to just believe it and continue to vote for you. Well, I'll be James Brown and another hot dog because they have decided that uh, Nancy Pelosi is not going to be the Speaker of the House. And they have because... Again, the Republicans won the House and they have voted in Kevin McCarthy as a nominee for the Speaker of the House. Well, I will say this, Nancy. I don't care if you're not the Speaker of the House no more. I still want my receipts on what happened with your um husband. Because if you got me all emotionally involved into this thing and then not going to give me any resolve... I need to know what is what's going on. We all need to know what's going on. You didn't pray on my heart strings. Have me praying for you. Have me praying for your husband. Have me all like what's going on. Have me send her back, send her back to Canada, send her back to Canada, and then don't give me no resolve. Don't tell me what's going on. But you want to put it out there that it happened. But don't want to tell us everything that happened. Nah, you need I I now this one. I hope they look into this one. I hope they look into for real though. I, I, I really do hope they, they look into this. Now, as far as the Senate goes, Mitch McConnell was reelected for the GOP and Chuck Schumer was reelected too for, so it's both of them. Now Chuck, Chuck Schumer recently said that we need migrants. We need to have more migrants into the USA to help with these jobs in America. That's what he's that's what he told everybody is that the reason why it's okay for all these people at the border to be crossing over is because there needs to be they need to come over here and help for them job. How they gonna help? They ain't even got their papers. So they taking jobs away from Americans that can't find no jobs. And all of a sudden, we have all these jobs that, that people need jobs for. And we're in a crisis. I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. We, we don't even hardly have any jobs here in America. And the jobs that we do have are from jobs that people have quit during the pandemic and didn't go, didn't go back to are jobs that were cut because of whatever lack of money because business is shutting down because Joe Biden put in an executive order to cut all these jobs. And now there's starting to be a little bit of jobs opening up for people. And now you tell me, that the Americans that are homeless, broke, busted, and disgusted, paying our tax dollar money, got to give jobs to migrants to work for them to send their money back over there to Mexico and work on the table and do not have to pay no taxes. I have a problem. I have a problem with that. I have a big problem with that. A big problem. And then if you don't see the problem, I don't know what's wrong with you. It's better that we just sit home and do nothing and rather give our money to the government for them to squander it because they going to, I don't get it. And, 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 and another thing is if our money is not going to these people that are now working under the table, that's making it hard for us to get jobs. Our money is going into government assisted programs that are helping them come up. 
giving them food stamps, giving them, I mean, it take you forever to get some food stamps. And you have to go through this, the left, the right, the side, the, the whatever. You say you are an immigrant from Afghanistan right now, from Haiti, or some other, uh, from, I don't know, Venezuela, Mexico, whatever, you're going to get them stamps today. You're going to get emergency stamps. You're going to get emergency food stamp, emergency housing, telephone for a month, everything. You're going to be set up. And then there is going to be people in the community that's going to feel so sorry for you. That's going to come over and bring you some uh couches and chairs and beds and tables and this this and that pay for your food and the line everything and ask me how i know because i unset that and witnessed it all and that's why i can talk about it i'm, I'm not talking from something i'm just like okay i'm walking around in the days and haze i'm talking about something i have witnessed with my own eyes but i digress from these elections situation I, I it turned into me talking about elections but i kind of went somewhere else i'm not going to get into it anymore because as you can see your auntie is getting real hot and bothered under the collar so i'm going to leave this right here until next time Hey, your auntie is about to go for a break but before i do i want to leave you guys with a little bit of food for thought Tia Moray, I told you guys she was going to talk soon about this divorce. And isn't she talking? She is saying that uh, she left him because he was broke and maybe he's a narcissist and all kind of stuff out there. So y'all just listen up because I don't think it's going to be the last time she talks about her divorce. And recently there was a missile launch that was believed to be from Russia to Portland that killed two people bystanders later it was found out that it was a ukraine missile that was accidentally landed in portland to knock down one of the russian missiles now the funny thing is president Zelensky is saying today even that that's not true that that is a russian missile so my question is is ukraine trying to get us into world war three is he trying to get nato to back him up with this thing i mean the u.s is already giving him enough money what more does he want well i gotta go but before i go i gotta tell you this one last thing and get your tea ready because this is not just a little gulp honey this is a big tea like you can sip on this for all day the gop has announced that they will be investigating hunter and joe biden's foreign affairs yes they announced that and i can't wait to see how all that is gonna unfold but i'll see you later i'll see you in a bit stay tuned because i got a lot more to talk about now i know i just said i'm tired of donald trump and that is still true however i have a whole bunch of information that i feel like you guys should know about the latest on donald trump now, Donald Trump sues the New York Attorney General saying that her lawsuit was frivolous and politically motivated. He sues Le Latia James for a defamation suit. 
I don't know the outcome of that. I'm going to keep my eye on that really, really close just to see what the outcome of that will be. However, Hillary Clinton says that Trump should pay for her legal fees. Now, if you guys did not know, Trump had sued Hillary Clinton and her um, campaign for spying on his campaign and the whole fake dossier and all of that stuff and how she was behind it. And so he he sued her and it was determined that he did not have enough information. Even though there was information there, they the judge said that there was not enough adequate information. And her clap back was that he should pay her legal fees. Now, this is my thing. If she feel that way, don't don't talk about it. Just do it. Like, don't talk about it. Just do it. Like, why wasn't that already in the makings anyways? Why you got to even say something about that? But anyways, I will move on. Lindsey Graham... Um, is supposed to testify with the January 6th committee. He's supposed to testify on the 24th, if I'm not mistaken. That would be right after former President Donald Trump is supposed to testify to that committee. There was also some leaked emails that said that Donald Trump and his team was depending on Clarence Thomas to turn the election over to him in 2020 to solidify it. Like Charles Thomas was the key judge in that. That was some of the leaked emails that came out. I think it was just emails going back from what I read, a little bit that I, re- that I did read in the emails that I did read a little bit that I did. It was basically conversations between um, lawyers and some of Trump's team going back and forth and they were basically trying to strategize on you know how they could go about this and they mentioned Clarence Thomas name now I think he kind of got thrown under the bus with all of this but I mean they've been after this guy too for a while for his stance on stuff so but anywho I digress on that situation Now, the case I told you guys about with Donald Trump with the guy Efren saying that his bodyguards, Trump's bodyguards, beat him up and that Trump told him to do it, roughed him up, you know, mangled him up a little bit and Trump made the bodyguards do it. That whole situation, you know, that case well that case was basically put to a halt and finished and done with before it even started they settled outside of court now with that being said Trump's lawyer did say that they was willing to go ahead with the lawsuit and they want to you know they was willing and able to see how this played out in court but they decided to settle outside of court I don't know if they just went ahead and did that and was really, really pushing for that, as he does have to testify before the January 6th committee about inciting violence on the Capitol. And they may have tried to use that case. But now that that's been thrown out and settled, they really can't bring that up. Anywho, that's the lowdown on those few things. Now, over... The weekend, actually Saturday, 
President Trump's, I keep calling him president. Oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. Donald Trump's daughter got married in Florida on Saturday. And I want to say congratulations. You know, no shade or anything, just congratulations. That's always a big step for anybody in life goals or just to find someone that they love and that loves them back. So congratulations, Tiffany. Go ahead with your bad self, girl. The ring is gorgeous too, by the way. Anywho, moving on, Donald Trump announced on Tuesday that he will be running for president. Yes, he went ahead and announced that he was going to be running for president. And actually, there was nothing big about the announcement because it was like, okay, I have something to announce. And then when he got ready to announce it, he said, oh, no, 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 wait, I'm announcing on this particular day. And it was like, okay, but we already know what you're going to announce anyway because you've been, you're like alluding to it for so long. I actually would have been surprised or more surprised if he had some other big news that he was going to announce. And it wasn't that he was announcing that he was going to run for president. Because I think everybody kind of figured, okay, this is where he's going with this. And this is what he's been talking about for so long that they just figured this was something that he was going to do. A lot of people say that he announced way too early. And why is he doing that? I mean, granted, he has two years and he just getting right out there, just putting out, just putting it all out there for you guys that he's going to do this. I listened to the speech I personally thought the speech was a lot of gloating, a lot of pride, a lot of it because and the reason why I say that is because everything that he said, minus a few things, was things that he had already mentioned. If you've been to any of his recent rallies, if you have even listened to any of his recent rallies, it was some of the same thing. It was calm and low-key and straight to the point. He said what he had to say, hit his points. You know, he wasn't giving no shade to nobody. He wasn't being petty or nothing like that. Is what people would say or what they consider to be presidential, a very presidential speech. However, I just thought it was just a whole bunch of his head getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Because it was like, look what I did. Look what I did. I did this and I did that and I did that and I did this and I did this and I did this and I did that. And we're going to do this and we're going to do this again. And I did this and I did this and I did this and I did this. I mean, not until the very end did he start saying what we were going to do as Americans. But really, in my mind, I feel like he was saying what he was going to do because, uh... Really, that's what you've been saying all along is what you did. Now, was the speech done really well? It was done excellent. It was done excellent. No hiccups, no any gaffes, no mistakes, no anything. He didn't have a teleprompter, and it lasted about an hour, hour and a half, if I'm not mistaken. And he went on and on and on and on, and it was absolutely um, brilliant in execution. I wouldn't say and I didn't find that it was boring because a lot of people say that it was boring. I didn't find that it was boring. Maybe but some people might say it was boring because they heard it all before. I just felt like it was I was expecting more. I would have been better. It would have better suited me if he would have announced that he was going to run for presidency and then he did, you know, of 
a little bit of what he's done in the past and a little bit of what he's going, he planned to do in the future, maybe about 30 minutes and the rest of the 30 minutes of him just being funny and cracking jokes. And I'm not saying jokes where he's like getting, like picking on somebody, but you know, just being kind of like some presidential kind of funny kind of jokes, you know, and just lighthearted and maybe some of his little dance moves that he used to do back in the day, you know, play the music, get the music cranked up high and then just a little more of a celebration. But we didn't get that. It was, like I said, very presidential and just very straight cut to the point. I don't know how I feel. I mean, I know how I feel about him announcing it, but I don't know how I feel about him being president again. I mean, after the whole DeSantis thing, he really put a bad taste in my mouth. And I'm like, I wish somebody that could turn this country around would run a, would run up against him too because I don't I'm 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 sick of Trump. I really am. I'm really sick of Trump. And I'm sick of him doing what he's doing about talking about people and and him gloating about himself and all of that. I think he was a great president and I think he will still be a great president if he wins again. It's just as far as me right now, I'm kind of just like over it. I'm just over him. Now, he is very, very crafty and he's very, very strategic about the things that he do. And, you know, maybe that will allow him to win again. I mean, a lot of people are saying, I hope he doesn't do the whole name calling and the yelling and all this. I think you guys are going to be built up to be let down because Trump cannot be tamed. You cannot tame that lion. You really cannot because he's not your typical politician. So he's going to do what he wants to do when he wants to do it. And I think if you oppose him more, it's going to make him want to do what he wants to do even more. So if you are thinking that you're going to get a soft, low-key type of president 100% of the time from Trump, that he's turned a new leaf, I doubt it. I really, really doubt it. Um and that's what I have to say about his whole announcement on that. Now, he did say in the speech that the election was stolen from him. He still and he still feels like the election was stolen from him. It was taken from him that he, you know, that some type of injustice was done to him in certain areas. He did mention that. Now, I find that to be really funny that he said that considering that he has this whole January 6th thing coming up. I would say that he would try to be quiet, not kind of bring it up. I mean, he didn't really, really bring, he didn't go hard on it like he usually do or how he has in the past, but he did bring it up. You would think that he would just be silent about it. So it just lets you know that he still stands by where he stands by. The man might have some receipts, um, whatever, that we don't know, but he is not backing down from that idea. And he don't care if you going to send him to jail practically about this situation. He going to stand on that. 
And that's what he believes. And that's one thing I do like about Trump. Like, you don't have to worry about him backtracking on what he said. Because when a man say what he say, he say what he say. And he, that's what he going with. And I do like that about him. And some people don't like that about him because they feel as if, you know, if if you can bully somebody enough, then they, they will change their mind. And with Trump, it don't matter what you say or what you do or how hard you bully them bullying him he is not going to change his mind now after that whole speech the next day Ivanka Trump said that she will not be um, supporting her her dad in the same manner that she did before working with him within the White House that she's going to spend more of her time with her children and her family and her husband and kind of like you know move out on her own venture she said that she does not want to get involved in politics that way. So I actually think all her, all the family, all her family, all Donald Trump's family did a good job with sticking with him through the whole thing. But I will say this, they tired too. I know this man is relentless. He is not going to go down. But some people just ain't got that fight like you, Trump. They just, they just, don't have they they're not they're not ready for this 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 takes a lot on your family um if he is getting jabbed left right and sideways and then you're supporting him and you end up taking some of the punches for him because you're just supporting him that weighs a lot on you and then everybody else that is connected to you. So your family, your kids, you know, your husband, you know, your brother, your sister, that weighs a lot on them because they have to see you like that. And that's a lot to deal with. And good thing they all have each other and they have a strong dad and he's raised strong children. But it does do a lot to you. And I and I understand that. Now, on this case that happened with the whole fraud, with Donald Trump and his organization doing the tax fraud, I have all the latest information on that T2. Now, the former financial officer, uh, the CEO of the Trump organization, testified, both of them testified in court that the illegal tax practices stopped when Trump took office and that his family had nothing to do with it. They say that in 2017 that those practices had stopped and it was because Donald Trump started looking at everything because everybody else was looking at everything. They said everyone was looking at at the Trump Organization and investigating the the Trump Organization, including Donald Trump. Like, he began to look at his own stuff, too. And in 2016-17, they did an internal investigation, and they came about this information, and at that time, it had stopped. But what they were doing was, now this is what was testified in court, is what they were doing was the the CEO was having checks, 1099 checks, cut as bonus checks to not pay taxes on the money that was given. 
So 1099 checks are usually for independent contractors or people that are self-employed. You get a 1099 and then you that is receiving that 1099 have to pay your taxes. And of course, you can have write-offs too or whatever for your doing business. But this was one of the loopholes that they were doing for bonus checks. And from what he testified is that they had started this way before he had taken on the responsibility, but they never stopped. Meaning that they had noticed that this was going on when he took over this financial officer guy, this head chief guy that's over the finances and the payroll for Trump. When he noticed it, he came on board, he noticed it, that it was happening. He mentioned it to the CEO, but they never did anything about it. And they continued to do these checks, 1099 checks, do the checks this way. Now, the CEO says that what when these checks was printed off, that he would give them to Donald Trump because Donald Trump wanted to be the one that signed all of the checks each year. He took really good pride in signing the checks and he will also go around and pass out the checks so they were trying to say well if he signed the checks how didn't he how did he not know that they were 1099 checks well that's the thing he said he didn't he donald trump didn't know that they were going to be 1099 checks written out he only knew that these were he was under the assumption that these were bonus checks from the company and that he would sign these checks and he would give a holiday card and he Donald Trump he wanted to walk around and tell everybody Merry Christmas and Happy Holiday and all of that personally and give them these checks not knowing that the whole time that they were being ran off as 1099 checks now when they did the internal investigation in 2017 with Donald Trump and you know a couple of other people to do an audit which is which is not unusual but it was they did a deep dive this time because everybody was looking at the Trump organization that's when these checks stopped and it was you know the chief financial person basically said that, you know, this shouldn't have been going on all this time and they stopped doing it in 2017. Now, how did the whole paying of tuition go for the former CEO? He testified that one day Trump was complaining in his office, signing checks from his personal account for Donald's Jr., kids tuition and when he was signing the checks he was complaining about how expensive it got the ceo walked in while he was doing this and complaining about this they had talks back and forth about the tuition and he mentioned to him you know that he needed his kids tuition and donald trump said you know i'll do that let me know how much it is you know i got you and your family pretty much and then he became the president and after he became the president uh the ceo dropped some papers off and put them on his desk and donald jr signed off on these checks and it got signed off from Donald Trump's personal check, um, personal account, as it said it would be, but it was never determined on how he would pay it back. 
Now, he said that he went ahead and paid it back through his earnings. And that should have never been. That's where the fraud comes in. Because if you you cannot mix personal and business. So what they're saying is Donald Trump gave you this money and you went ahead and said that you were going to pay it back, but you didn't pay it back to him directly. You paid it back through your earnings to the company, which never should have been. And that he avoided paying taxes from tuition. Because he did this. Now, after all the testimony and after all of that was said and after, you know, they did the whole bickering back and forth. Was Trump involved? Was Ivanka involved? Was da-da-da-da-da involved? Was his grandma involved? Was the auntie involved? And all of that good stuff. After they went all around the corner and all of that, it was determined that the crimes was of a personal greed and not of the company or the Trump, Trump family. It was determined that Wilsonberg and Jeff McConney, Mc, yeah, McConney conspired together. So that was Jeff was the the financial guy and Wilsberg was the CEO guy. So they conspired together to do these tax fraud crimes to make sure that, you know, they got a little extra now and then and also that they didn't have to pay so much taxes in certain areas or with certain things. Wisselberg said that he was the 50 years that he was working with their different companies that he was hired. His main thing to be hired for was to protect the family and the companies from situations like this. And he betrayed their trust. And he he felt really sad about it. He got a little emotional about it also. And he is now going to spend five months in jail. And after that, he's going to spend five years on probation. So after the whole song and dance of that and the whole tax fraud thing, and will Trump go to jail for this tax fraud thing, he basically said that the Trump, family did not know anything about it, that it was him and one other person conspired to do it, and that he was supposed to protect the family and the companies from these these kind of things, and he, he dropped the ball because of his own personal greed. I have given you guys the latest on Trump, and believe me, there's much, much more that is out there, and I will continue to keep you guys updated on all of it you guys let me know how you feel about the outcome of this case and if you guys want to vote for trump next time or somebody else or what what y'all gonna do let me know that's it for your favorite aunt But before I go, I want you guys to do me a favor. Do your auntie a favor real quick. Come on, like and share and let everybody know what's going on over here. Let them know that your auntie is dropping some hot fire tea and her ear is straight to them streets. And she gonna let you know how it is. Okay? (laughs) Smile. Give a little cheer. and, And be happy. Until next time. God bless.